Hello and welcome to Mikey Pod Podcast, episode 332 for July 19th, 2021. Today's guest is musician Christian Douglas. We'll be talking about his latest album, Inside Voice, and listening to some music from this album, which I really love. Uh, all of it was written during quarantine and uh, inspired by the events of the last year. It's really good. We'll talk about that and so much more good stuff about creativity and his process. And we got into a lot of cool stuff. It's a really great conversation. By the way, I'm your host, Michael Heron. I'm a composer, pianist, electronic musician, storyteller, and activist based in New York City. On this podcast, I have conversations with fellow creators who use their creativity to change the world. I've been sending this podcast to your ears for 16 years. If you like what you hear, subscribe using the colorful buttons in the sidebar and footer at MikeyPod.com or just search MikeyPod in your favorite podcast directory. If you'd like to know more about me, stop by my website at michaelherron.com. Hit me up on social media everywhere as at michaelherron, or you could just email me mikeypod at gmail.com. Hello. (laughs) My check-in. This is check-in time. I am going to be doing my first live performance in what, what, like a year and a half? Probably even more than that. I don't even know when the last time I performed was. Uh, Tamerlane Farm Animal Sanctuary, which you probably know. Uh, Well, you may not know if you're a new listener. I uh, was artist in residence there a few years ago. I wrote a show called The Animal Show. A lot of you know this already. I don't want to go on and on about my own stuff. But I'm going to be doing like just a set of electronic music uh, for their gala this coming weekend. So I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to go out there to begin with. Um, yeah, so that's coming up. And uh, also, just keep me in your thoughts. I think I've mentioned before that I've been going through a lot of dental work, catching up. Um, I think I have just genetically not great teeth to begin with. Um, also, I didn't go to the dentist. Uh, anyway, I'm catching up on a lot of dental work, and this is going to be a pretty intense week. So think of me Thursday. Um, not to get too much into it. Well, I don't even want to get too much into it. But you know, it's going to be kind of an intense day. So um, think of me, won't you? <laughs> That's really it from my check ins this week. Uh, at the, now I'm like, well, now don't worry. <laughs> Thursday is just fine. Everything's fine. But I just am having tons of dental work. Uh, anyway, let's get to the interview. <laughs> but not without thanking my subscribers on Patreon for powering this podcast. These are folks who subscribe at $5 or more a month and get special perks like tons of free downloads of my music and zines, bonus podcasts. There are 70-ish of them now, um, and you'll have immediate access to all of this stuff when you subscribe, including this week's bonus episode, which features an extended conversation with today's guest, Christian Douglas. Ah. That's a good one. We go in depth to another song on the album, uh, and spe- oh, patreon.com slash Michael Heron is when you where you could find out more about that. Let's talk about Christian. We're gonna listen to one a song from his album, and uh, right after that, we'll hear from him in this interview. Wow, it was a great conversation, and I really, really love the album. You'll hear me talk a lot about it, um, but the arrangements are great. The songs are great. Really cool to hear his vocal arrangements. He's got a big background in this stuff. Shall we just listen to a song? Let's do it. This track is called Stay Inside, and it's from Christian Douglas. child on an endless rainy day I shouldn't mope 
I shouldn't whine I'm coping fine with my box of wine That was Stay Inside from Christian Douglas, and Christian Douglas is joining me right now. Uh, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. Yeah, it's such a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, the Stay Inside is the first track from your debut. This is your debut album, yeah? Yeah, my debut full-length album. I came out with a with an EP of five songs back in 2018, and this is my first full-length project. Uh, and it's a lot of quarantine. like. we're all experiencing i keep having this feeling like i don't want to keep talking about the quarantine but it's really interesting to talk to people and artists especially about yeah because i didn't i went fully emotionally like like i'm not doing (laughs) shit i didn't do any writing for a while um and so i find that interesting people that were able to do things all of these songs were all of them written during the quarantine yeah all but one um i originally did have 10 songs that were all from quarantine and then for a variety of reasons i i swapped one for a song i had written a few years ago called square one um and but it it was a good fit both for like the vibe of the song for where it fell on the record and also the subject matter was just just as uh meaningful to me if not even more so square one sort of about escape and and addictions and things like that and, you know, for me during quarantine, all of those things were just like amplified. So, um, yeah. So, but, but everything else all, all written during quarantine. Mm, I've just started listening to the album. I've probably maybe two or three times through it, but the more, sure. even now that we're talking, I'm like, oh my God, there's more things to talk about, like the ideas of addiction and that type of thing. Those are yeah, things yeah, yeah. that I have experience with too. Something that you've done that's really great on the album that I think is what makes it grab me so much is this, your ability to, your songs are like obviously really well-crafted and arranged. The lyrics are very 
simple, they simply state this experience that, you know, so many of us are experiencing now. I know that you have a huge music background and lyric writing lyrics falls into place with that. But mm-hmm. where, where does that come from? Like, I, I kind of hate questions like this, but I'm curious, <laughs> like the lyric writing, what is yeah. that? Like, can you talk about the experience of coming up with these? Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting question. I, I feel like lyric writing isn't something that I've, I've thought about actively. Like what, like, where does that come from in me? I, I feel like, um, you know, I, I just started writing when I was young and always knew that I just sort of gravitated towards words or, or rhyme schemes that felt good. And then now as I've, as I've gotten into sort of, or I'm getting into a musical theater career, I'm so much more and doing some musical theater writing as well right now, you know, the, uh, the idea of rhyme schemes and perfect rhymes and storytelling and all of that sort of fits into what flows through my brain as I'm writing lyrics. And, um, a lot of, so some of the songs were just a part of my exercise in writing. I write every Monday, sort of like, no matter what, there's a new song every Monday. Some of them are great. Some of them are like, wah, wah, but it doesn't really matter because it's just like the act of doing it. So anyway, the first song on the the album actually came from that. I had this little piano riff. I had this thing. I was like, what is that? You know, it feels angsty. It feels like something. And and then I just wrote about, you know, quarantine had just started and I wrote about staying inside. So almost like tongue in cheek. Sort of, but then it just became this cool groove that felt like the opening, the opening number to this quarantine saga, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I think that's what like kind of gravity about it because my experience, I'm, I'm dramatic. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. the quarantine's happening and obviously I don't want to understate the, I mean, it's a big deal, a global right. p- pandemic, but my like inner world is like, oh my God, like this is terrible. <laughs> And for you to have this kind of like groovy song about, you know, stay inside and this lightness to it, I, 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 I find that really appealing and really exciting to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're still going. Like, don't go down <laughs> well, the dark I mean, side. <laughs> I wrote it with so much naivete, I guess as you would say, because it was at like, I don't know, maybe the end of March, you know, mm-hmm. and I had everything had just been canceled. I had some shows and things that that went away. And so, you know, we all kind of had this like, oh, yeah, I'll probably be like a couple weeks, right? Maybe like a month. Like, yeah, you know, looking back on on our, you know, predictions of how long things were going (laughs) to be and what the scope of we had no idea. So I don't think I would have written something like that, you know, later in the year. Right. It was sort of like this this fresh where it was whatever was on my mind that Monday quarantine had started and it was like, LOL, we're all inside drinking and it's fine. You know? Yeah. But like, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I love that take up because there was, I mean, I think there was a period that was like, okay, get ready. This, this could last as long as a month. Like prepare yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Oh no, we still yeah, like, what are we going to do for a whole month? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. But then like the good, the good news <laughs> is that it's now over a year and we're we're doing it like we're figuring it out. So yay! Right? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, every Monday, I, uh, I I think it's really 
I, I get in this thing. I'm like, I need to get in a habit of writing every single day. And that's, it's a kind of an all yeah. or nothing thing for me. It's cool mm-hmm. to kind of hear that your routine is once a week. Have you experimented with different um, arrangements of that? Yeah. I mean, now the goal is to write every day in some kind of way. Um, that's sort of, I've been doing the weekly thing for maybe almost two years now. And I kind of just have this pile of songs that, you know, I may do something with or I may not. Um, but I feel like now that I've gotten used to that regularity, I'm wanting to graduate somehow to, to writing even more often because, you know, you, you hear about all of these, the greats, you know, they talk about the regularity of creating and the the showing up, the doing the work um, aspect of it that I really just aspire to. Because it's always once I'm there and I'm doing it, I just love it. And it's it feels like, you know, it's it's me. Um, but it's the it's the sitting down and showing up for it that's that's so difficult sometimes to carve out that time. It feels so. I couldn't possibly do this every day yeah. when really you just set a timer for an hour in the morning and you just start like spewing stuff and you, you let it be what it is. And then the timer goes off and you're like, Oh, uh, that was it. I wrote today, you know, and, and you kind of feel like you can go about your day with a little more pep in your step. Cause you, you did this thing that, that means so much to you, you know? Yeah. And it sounds like it might be, and I'm kind of saying this for myself, but why, because I still am not in a habit of doing it. I have been in the past, mm-hmm. but um, it, it sounds like it's also about getting in the habit of being in creation mode and not in editing mode, you know, just let like yeah. having this safe time to just create something. And like you said, let it be what it is. Totally. Yeah. I mean, the, that's interesting that you said the editing versus the creating, because both are so crucial to uh, any kind of a finished product, whatever that means. But I think I think our brains go immediately to editing mode as soon as we make anything. And that's the, the challenge for any writer. You start doing something like your your creative child is like, "Ooh, let's play. This is fun." And then your you know the critical mind is like, "No, that sucked. It's not good enough yet." It's like, yeah. "Well, yeah, it, but but like, let it be." Let's find out what it is before we like start shutting it all down, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that process can get exhausting, right? Of like writing yeah. a small thing and then judging it, turning off the judgment, trying to create like you're yeah, living in those stories. Yeah, and you're constantly starting over and over and you you never get to finish. That that's the biggest thing about the Monday thing is just getting in the habit of finishing something. Mm-hmm. Like here is a song. It starts and it ends <laughs> and there's, you know, and that's it. That's the only real criteria. Like just to, to be able to not judge yourself for long enough to make something is oddly, you know, it's, it's empowering even just once a week, you know? Yeah. Uh, I want to listen to another track off the album, but I want to make sure we talk about the previous track or stay inside. I guess we discussed a little bit. Is there anything else that we left out about that track that you want to make sure? Well, you know, I have an overarching question about the whole album. Yeah. Did, did you record this at home? Did you do it in a studio? Yeah. Yeah. Most of, uh, so all of my vocals, um, my, you know, piano tracks, although I did record at a friend's home studio for one of the tracks, but I also used Keyscape. 
um, for some other ones. So piano tracks, um, guitar. I had some friends over for um, some, you know, some backup vocals. So most of it happened in my my apartment. And then um, I guess I shouldn't say most of it because I had a lot of friends sort of like remotely would record bass and w- mm-hmm. would record drums and and then I would just all incorporate the tracks into my logic session. And it was amazing how it all kind of fit together so seamlessly from a distance. But um, yeah, my home base was my bedroom. <laughs> wow. Did you mix it too? I did not mix it. A wonderful uh, a mixing engineer, Nick Hard, who um, I got connected with through, through Becca Stevens, who's this amazing artist. That's a whole other story of she's an incredibly crucial part of the making of this album in in that she was a teacher and a mentor and helped me sort of branch out as a songwriter but this guy nick hard is incredible um mixes for her and for snarky puppy and um just a a top level engineer so um yeah i could never have made the track sound as good as he as he did <laughs> they sound really good like that's why yeah. that was another one of those like what you did this at your house and so many of the vocals are yours i know there are other people singing backup vocals mm-hmm. but yeah. so many of those layers so nicely blended in the harmonies come Thanks. on it's great it's really good yeah i went kind of went kind of crazy i was like well you know i got all of this it's if it, Felt like it fit and like represented the voices in my head, kind of a thing. Uh huh. And so I really doubled down on that idea throughout the the album. There, you know, three part harmony, four, five, six part harmony. Sometimes, just like it was, it was fun for me to just sort of play in that way. Yeah. Oh, so good. Well, let's listen to another track from the album. Uh, Love Thy Neighbor is up next. Anything you want to tell us about this before we get into it? I think I think it's pretty the lyrics sort of speak for themselves. So maybe we can talk about it after we've, we've listened. Yeah. Cool. All right. Here it is from uh, inside voice. This is Christian Douglas with love thy neighbor. Your hate won't consume me. Tie 
fire your tongue if you must insist Your long shadow is looming That was Love Thy Neighbor from Christian Douglas. Debut album. I just put a T on the end of debut. Debut (laughs) album. (laughs) Inside Voice. Uh, Christian is here. Obviously, you guys, this is a podcast. You probably didn't join in the middle. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So the track, Inside Voice, uh, the lyrics about this one grabbed me too. And it's so much, during the quarantine, there was a lot of like political... Obviously, a lot of racial uprising. We had uh, Donald Trump in the White House, which added a lot of fuel to various fires. Um, I I don't know if you noticed. Oh, did that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's easy. I was in a coma. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so, I mean, uh, it's probably safe to assume that all of that unrest, like it it was unrest. might have inspired this song yeah yeah it kind of came about it was it was one of these songs that i don't, I didn't really know where it came from and i i felt really lucky during this time that all these songs were being written i was consistently journaling and doing morning pages i don't know if you know about the artist way and all that yeah, stuff. yeah 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 so i it was truly incredible sometimes i would just like lyrics just kept popping out at me just randomly in the morning, something would come. And then I, it was like a little thread that I would kept, kept pulling. And, um, this song was, was like that, that this, um, I think the first, you know, I am not your enemy and you are not mine. Um, you'll never be a friend to me, but we'll share the wine of the Holy cup. Like this, uh, this whole like image of, um, I said the Holy cup and then it became this love, you know, biblical thing. I don't, I'm not even super religious, but it felt right. Um, but yeah, it was on my mind of, of what do we, what do we do to, um, to bridge the gap, to truly love each other when there's so much vitriol and hatred 
out there and like when somebody says something vile to you or about someone that you love how do you then come together with that person and you know um so it was just this obviously the song i didn't solve the problem in, in the song <laughs> it was simply right. a you know a um exploration of that idea and so the song feels um it also the song has a bit of a, a call to action of like rather than shouting at each other or just posting how much this thing is a problem like um the with the lyric um pick up a shovel put down your saber yeah. um that <laughs> and almost it's like this Hamilton-esque if you if you know the musical <laughs> Hamilton yeah, that yeah. last line of, pick up a shovel put that it has like this rap thing I don't know where that came from but um <laughs> so yeah it's it's sort of a, a a bit of a call to look within about what what you can do to to make steps toward um a more accepting loving um world I suppose yeah that's it's so uh, social media was a big part of this all of us are in our houses right <laughs> and social media doesn't always uh lend itself to kind communication it does not <laughs> <laughs> i love all these statements of like i don't know if you've noticed this either but people like to fight on facebook uh so th- i mean i appreciate th- that message of and it's you know it's such a weird time uh, uh, luckily, fortunately, that part of it feels like it's getting better. Um, but you know, there were a lot of places that I was like, okay, so this is a person in my life that they're not gonna see my point of view on this. And yeah, you know, it's 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 interesting deciding who to uh, try to have a process with about you know difference in opinion, and you know, because so many right. of these things are yeah. Anyway, I think that might be. <laughs> For another podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. man, yeah. You have a lot of training as a classical singer too. Um, yeah. You have a lot of training, like in all kinds of music and experience in uh, the Army Chorus, right? U.S. Army Chorus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that I mean, obviously led to um, what we hear on the album and these beautiful harmonies that you've got going these arrangements i keep i'm a musician too as you probably gathered yeah. but uh, there's so many moments I'm like wow these arrangements did you do these too but you did yeah the vocal arrangements yeah yeah totally ah uh, so like did did some of the um you know you talked before about having this kind of fun time layering mm-hmm. layer upon layer was part of that like being quarantined and nothing else to do and and yeah i think i think i'm sure part of that was because honestly it started out i i didn't i didn't set out to make an album during quarantine you know i just was writing um and i was having fun trying new things and eventually i started i kept liking the the new things that i was doing Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I really like that new song. I like this song. Oh, I, that's like five now. Maybe I'll do an EP. And so it was. I was originally going to make another EP, basically. And then I kept writing. 
I'm like, oh, I, I like that one too. And then all of a sudden, I just kept amassing <laughs> these songs that I was like, I guess I'm, I think I'm going to make an album. And it, it really just sort of unraveled in that way. So in a beautiful way, I wasn't, I hadn't set out to, to make a certain thing. So I did feel very free to, you know, try using this, these vocal arrangements and, you know, I'm very influenced. I'd love Jacob Collier and he, his use of vocal, um, a, a voice as an instrument, as a texture, I just think is so exciting. And I, I wanted to basically try that for myself and, and what would that look like with my music? Um, and so, yeah, it, it was really fun. Jacob Collier, YouTuber, right? So he started out as a YouTuber, yeah, making these incredible, um, you know, multi-track uh, sort of jazz arrangements where it was like 12 yeah. of his face doing the pop you know, stuff. Um, and then he's blown up lately, uh, you know, over the years. The Basically, the, the music community, the jazz community just like was screaming his name from the rooftops. It's like, J- who is this kid? Like, you know, I think he's maybe... 26 or 25 something like that and um and he's become more mainstream popular just because his his musical ability is really like nothing that exists right now on the Mm -hmm. planet and it's it's truly unique in that way so yeah i'm obsessed (laughs) yeah that's who i thought you were talking about and i wanted to make sure before i like one of the things that i guess i'm curious how you know when i look at someone like jacob collier I see these videos of him like playing all these instruments and he's like Mm -hmm. made these super well done videos of himself at the piano and the drums and playing guitar and bass simultaneously. He does all these layers of work. And I I don't know if it's my my inner saboteur or, you know, (laughs) (laughs) well, uh, uh, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of uh, Julia Cameron in this way of thinking of me trying to kind of analyze Mm -hmm. like, okay, so what puts me in this place? When I see a video like that and like, oh, like, that's not something I could do. I couldn't do that. You know, that's yeah. like huge. But you looked at it and thought, um, oh, I wonder how I could apply this type of thing to my music, you know, in a, with a sense of curiosity. And maybe that answers mm. the question that I have, which is, wh- <laughs> what's that about? Like, what, is that a, is that a <laughs> difficult that place? <laughs> is it difficult for you to get to that sort of curious space? Do you have like the self-judgment imposter syndrome kind of stuff to 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 wrestle with as well oh do i yeah i'm a i'm a pro at that stuff i mean yeah in any any kind of new space or entering into something i i have so much imposter syndrome and doubt and you know that's my default is to assume that i'm lame and that i suck and that's it's like i'm constantly having to you know, somehow get past that. And I have, thankfully, I keep doing things despite that voice. Um, Mm. And I guess it's a matter of, it's kind of what I was talking about before, the showing up part, is that at some point, once I've sat down and I've decided I've gotten past that inertia to just make something, that voice does start to kind of fade away when I'm immersed in whatever I'm doing, when I'm Mm. writing or and I found that in in making this album that I would spend hours upon hours, you know, just with my mic in my room, coming up with arrangements and, and just 
for the fun of it. It just became really fun to say, okay, what does it, what does it need here? Maybe if I added, you know, a different texture, added a couple more voices on top or, you know, it, it became this puzzle that I was solving simply because puzzles are fun rather than like, I have to make it this, yeah, you know, and I sort of stumbled into that because that is something that's difficult sometimes when you set out to, to make something, your brain tells you that you can't do it. And so I think because I didn't know what I was making, it, it I almost like tricked myself into having fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about that energy that like I found in other spaces in my life that, that it sounds like what, what you were describing with the album when you were, you were just writing songs and then an album emerged and, you know, instead of, you know, I, I just think about this, the way I've learned this lesson is things in my life that I'm like, Oh, it's the, uh, a habit that is, mm. you know, not great that I want to get rid of this habit and right. I focus on the habit and this is bad. You have to stop doing this, <laughs> but it doesn't go away until I forget right. about the habit and do right. something else, you know, or like do the opposite, like it let go mm -hmm. of the habit and it, it sounds like that is an energy that kind of comes into play in your work, which a lot of times in these podcasts, I, I have this moment of like, oh, that's the thing I'm supposed to take away from this. You know, like <laughs> that, does that fit for you for what your process seems to be like? Um, yeah, it, I mean, honestly, I, I can, in, in talking about that process, it's like, wow, he's got it figured out. He's really doing it. It's like, uh, no, not really. I mean, I still... In those moments, I feel like I was I was really lucky to have stumbled across inspiration, stumbled across like a summer of it almost feels like hanging out with the muse and continually feeling inspired. But like it, it's it's one of those things that comes and goes. And if you've been a writer or an artist, you know, for any amount of time, you know that 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 just happens. Like you go through seasons of feeling super inspired, really excited about what you're doing. And then all of a sudden it can be like, like a light switch. Like one day you're great. The next day you wake up and you're like, I have nothing. Mm. I'll never write again. I don't know what writing is and I don't know how to do it. <laughs> and it's all over, you know? Yeah. And then something will happen where you're like, what was I even, why did I think all, I got this, you know, it's like this constant ebb and flow of, of inspiration and self-doubt. And um, so I, I think I just got lucky maybe or that it really having that that anchoring weekly creation, it, it really does help me through some of those darker creative times because even if I'm feeling not inspired, I'm still writing something. And then that that somehow pulls me out a little bit or, or maybe completely, maybe one, I didn't know that I had all of this inside of me that needed to come out. And because I decided to sit down because I felt accountable to my Monday writing, um, you know, it, it, uh, yeah, it's really been a savior creatively, I think. Mm, and I, again, I love that it's once a week. And as I mentioned before, I'm very all or nothing about these things. Mm -hmm. So I go in these phases of like, I'm going to write every day for one hour and I have to write three full pages of morning pages and it's got to be this. And, you know, and yeah. then I, I either don't oh, ever start doing that or I do it for a little while and it's not sustainable. But I like this idea of like, no, it's Mondays. 
just once yeah. a week. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so, we're so similar. I can tell just in that. Cause I, I go through phases with morning pages, like phases with morning pages, um, <laughs> where I'm just in it. I'm loving it. And then, you know, I'll drop off and then I, I'm never just like, Oh, it's cool. Don't worry, Christian. Like you, you know, you, stuff came up. Don't worry about it. It's like, no, you suck. You were doing so well and then you stopped. How dare you quit on yourself? You know, like <laughs> yeah. all of this shame and guilt that I pile on myself. And so then starting again, it, it's not just like this easy thing. Like, yeah, just just literally start again tomorrow. It's fine. Like, you're okay. Yeah. It's never that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because now everything's ruined. Like you ruined yeah. e- like everything, everything is ruined. Yeah. Yeah, so you're a failure. You, yeah, you really suck. <laughs> it's uh, like, why do I do that to myself? <laughs> but I think it's like so powerful to realize, like, oh yeah, you do that too. Like, have yeah. that sense of like, and to be able to laugh about it, and like, oh yeah, well, I'll just yeah. try that again. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, um, we should wrap up our conversation. I want to listen to one more song though, and make sure people know where to find the album and you. Um, so. What, let's talk about the song. This one, this is the one that grabbed me. Like, I got um, Camille, you're the person that's doing your PR, sent me your mm-hmm. album, and I kind of like hopped through. I was like, oh yeah, this is good. I could play this on podcast on the podcast. And I didn't really listen to it until I played this song on the podcast, and I was like, oh my god, this is great. And I and you know, like I've never had the experience that you're singing about in this song precisely, yeah. but it was so simply put and so like powerful like i i was verklempt i got choked up i was like oh it's i mean and i think partly like my my experience my boyfriend during the pandemic has been Uh that we got much closer so i think that's part of what connected me with me with it but it's just it's a great like it's a great quarantine love song thanks (laughs) oh do you have any (laughs) sure is there anything else you want to add about about the song yeah i mean it it kind of came, um, so I I have a friend uh, named Jason who is a, uh, a great actor, singer, and playwright, and we're working together now on, on a project. Um, but we, at the beginning of quarantine, had a, an idea, like, maybe we can write something that's like a love story through, you know, Zoom or whatever, and that we could put it up, it would be easy to do, we could record it remotely, blah, blah, blah. And so this song, it, it was a Monday. And so I said, you know, okay, cool. Let me see if I can use this idea as inspiration for my Monday song. And um, I had just started playing the guitar or just like dabbling. So I, I was like, maybe I can write this song on the guitar. And then it just kind of came out of that. And, you know, this idea of falling in love through the screen I remember the 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 chorus was one of those shower moments. Yeah, I was just like, oh yeah, that's cool. Maybe I can use that. And then it just sort of uh, blossomed. Yeah, that's a great, great hook. I feel like I'm going, <laughs> I don't want to get too carried away with how much I love this song. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so before we listen to it and before we say goodbye, um, where is the best place for people to find you to get the album? Um, tell me all that. Yeah, you can get it anywhere you enjoy streaming music, um, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music. Um, 
And if you want to buy a physical copy, you can go to my website, christiandouglasmusic.com, and it'll be, you know, just follow the follow the buttons and uh, get yourself a physical copy, and I'll, I'll send it your way. Ah, I love it. Well, thanks for joining me. And I didn't ask you this before or confirm it so we can cut this out if we need to. Are you okay with staying on the line and doing a little bonus uh, conversation for uh, my Patreon subscribers? Oh my gosh, of course. Yeah, I've, okay. I'm really enjoying talking to you. So let's, <laughs> let's hang out. <laughs> I don't know why I'm always waiting for someone to be like, how dare you try to... <laughs> how dare you? My time is precious. <laughs> I love it. So... Uh, if you are listening to this and you want to hear more, you can go to patreon.com slash Michael Heron and Wednesday, um, an extra bonus conversation with Christian will go up. Thanks for joining me today, Christian. Such a pleasure. Thanks for having me. And this is Through the Screen. I didn't know how to fill the time. How could I rest? How could I unwind with the world on my mind? I was feeling depressed. Started talking to girls through a screen Cause I'm stuck inside New York City's in quarantine Everyone's swiping right I didn't have to swipe very far Cause there was Layla playing her guitar I think I love her from the bottom of my heart To the top of the Empire State Started jumping around when I saw her face And I'm falling in love through a screen in the middle of quarantine mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time I laughed so much But I come down from the high when we say goodbye And our lips can't touch If I have to, so you and I can meet Tonight is date number nine FaceTime and a bottle of wine And now I love her from the bottom of my heart To the top of the Empire State And I don't want to stay apart But good things come Started jumping around when I saw her face And I'm falling in love through a screen In the middle of quarantine mm-hmm. And one day we'll go for a walk in Central Park We'll lose track of time As we talk till it gets dark And all To roll over in the morning and you're there You're there I love you from the bottom of my heart To the top of the Empire State And I don't want to stay apart But good things come to those who wait And my heart hit the ground and started jumping around
That was Through the Screen from Christian Douglas. Thank you, Christian, for being on the podcast this week. Thank you, listeners, for listening to Christian Douglas on the podcast this week. And me, uh, thank you to me. Uh, what? No, stop it. So, yeah, thanks for listening to this. If you want to hear more from me and Christian, you can check out the bonus podcast that'll go up on Patreon this Wednesday. Um, oh, we'll be just like breaking down another track from the album called Sonnet 10. It's a really good one, and it's a little more, um, I want to say it's a little more unusual. Um, it's fantastic. Like the whole album, come on, you should check out the album. As always, support the artists I bring to you here if you like them. Uh, there was something else I was going to throw out to you about this week. Oh, not about this week, about future weeks. And you know what? Why don't I just pull up my little notes here? Because there's some really good guests coming up. I've got Jessica Watkins, who is a uh, comedian, but she decided to make a, a documentary of herself walking across the United States doing stand-up and like creating a documentary about that process along the way. It's really interesting. Also, we've got Martin Rowe coming up, who's a good friend of mine, as well as a poet and a publisher. Uh, we'll be talking about his book, The Animals Are Leaving Us, which was a collaboration with Joanne MacArthur, uh, a photojournalist who you've heard on the show before. Um, we got Jeffrey John Davies from The Violin channel we've got wait there's one more person that i'm forgetting no i think that's everyone right nope i'm forgetting somebody no i got everyone so we got some good <laughs> i'm glad this is at the end of the podcast uh the only the the hardcore fans are still listening to hear me uh fumble uh, that's it i hope you're doing great i hope everything is well in your world. And I would love to hear from you, as always. Um, I mentioned in the beginning of the show, uh, reach out to me on social media, email me. I would really love to hear from you. So, uh, all right, that's it. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.